This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. It's the Mike Francesa Podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. Mike Francesa Podcast, a special playoff baseball podcast as we get ready for the October baseball, which is as good as anything in sports. There's n- because in baseball, the difference is the tedious at bat of June that you might think, my God, will this at bat ever end? That kind of suspended drama is unbelievably dramatic in October when it matters. And that's what baseball gives you. No other sport slows down like baseball does, and gives you time to analyze it as it is happening, and you can think it, and you can react to it, and that's why baseball in October is unbelievable. The talk with us is uh, Mark DeRosa, and you can watch Mark, of course, on MLB Network's uh, MLB Central, which airs at 9 a.m. in the morning. Uh, I'm still waiting for him to manage. Uh, One of these years, we'll talk to him when he's managing the club. What's going on, Mark? How you doing, Mike? And and kind of leading it, you're 100% right on that. For 162, you just cannot be hyper-focused on every at-bat. But ball one of game one of the wild card series feels like a rally. Absolutely. Every it, at-bat it really does. Every at-bat is unbelievable. Every yeah. pitch, the matchup, this, that. Which pitch is he going to throw? He just went to the fastball. Now is he going to go to the breaking ball? Will he go inside? Will he go outside? It's unreal. That's what makes baseball in the postseason as good. The NFL, NHL in the regular season, ho-hum. NHL in the postseason, unbelievable. Same thing in baseball. Regular season, all right, hey, we all like a baseball game. We all love baseball. But you don't have to see every game. You don't have to live every game in the postseason. you got to live every minute. I mean, that's what's so good. Before we get to the matchups, okay, and what happened, let's look at the teams that didn't get here that were supposed to. You had two locks coming out of spring training. The Dodgers were one. The White Sox were the other. Dodgers are there with the big record, coasting to a amazing season. The White Sox never got out of neutral. What happened to the White Sox? Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and play the injury card because I, I, I mean, that's the easy excuse, and a lot of teams dealt with that. They just did not get their full lineup going at any point during the season. Giolito took a step backwards, but Dylan C. showed up and is fighting for the American League Cy Young. Lance Lynn was dinged up. Their bullpen kind of Liam Hendricks kept them afloat, had a nice season for them, but offensively outside of Abreu and Andrew Vaughn, they really didn't get much production until Eloy Jimenez came back. He missed, I mean, a better part of the season. So they were dinged up. Tony made, and while they were dinged up, Tony made some interesting moves, intentionally walking a few guys with two strikes on them and doing some things that, made you question what was going on. 
Um, they didn't have Tim Anderson for the better part of the season. When you looked at them on paper, Mike, coming out of spring training, they were just so much more talented in a division that looked like it was the easiest to win in, in the entire sport. No so, question. I mean, a very disappointing year. I mean, right? no one thought Cleveland was going to win 80 games, no less win 91 games. But, of course, they had the best manager in baseball, and he was able to finish the season, which the last couple of years he hasn't been able to. We all know all his injuries and all the ailments that he has. And, you know, yeah. I love him. I'm, I've always been partial to him, but he is an incredible manager there's nobody better francona's record he's he's a first ballot hall of famer with it because of his managerial record it's unbelievable yeah i would agree with that the ability to get the young guys to buy in and feel comfortable i mean he's still got a top five al mvp in the middle of that lineup in jose ramirez and a couple guys took major steps forward in their rotation uh, tristan mckenzie in that two slot took a massive step forward he was awesome for them down the stretch. Cal Quantrill, we were looking at his numbers today. He has never lost in progressive field. In 44 games, 34 starts, the guy is 14-0 and 0 in that ballpark. So uh, going to be hard-pressed to believe that Tampa Bay is going to come in in the, in the wild-card series and beat them. Well, you know what? Their pitching, as you Mike. said, has been unbelievable. I have a lot of respect for Tampa, which continues to to get here year after year yeah. with such limitations. It's unbelievable. But the Rays and the Guardians, you like the you like you like the Indians. The way the, I was going to call them the Indians. Okay, uh, <laughs> obviously, I'm going to call them the Indians forever. I don't like that they changed it, but they, they did. And but Cleveland, you got to figure has to be – I mean, you want to make all the home teams the favorites. They obviously have a huge advantage, but they are hot, and their pitching's been tremendous. I would lean Cleveland. Lineup-wise, line up they play the game a little bit differently. I know in the postseason everyone's looking for the three-run bomb because it's hard to put a bunch of hits together, but they seem to have a lot of quality ABs in their lineup, and I feel like Tampa kind of limps in a little bit. McClanahan was kind of dinged up down the stretch. I mean, he started the all-star game for the American League. The whole second half, he's been dealing with a couple ailments. Tyler Glass now comes back. Awesome. But he's only gone three innings building up to game two. How long can he go? So it's going to be, you know, a myriad of bullpen weapons. And how did they score runs? And I think that progressive field is going to be rocking. The Phillies, you know, I guess they just didn't like Joe Girardi. Joe's a favorite of mine, but I know at times he can have trouble with young players. It was clear that he was not connecting with guys there. They get the job done. They get at least into the postseason, which for them was a, a positive. The Cardinals obviously are on this, you know, victory tour right now with, you know, yeah. with all the old guys and what they've been able to do this year. I mean, what Pulos did this year was unbelievable. I understand people like to go back to St. Louis. People love to play in St. Louis. But he he acted like he took 10 years off of his age when he went back to St. Louis. I, I never would have suspected he would get to 700 based on what we had seen the last couple of years, whether it be in with the Angels or the Dodgers. So for the him to catch, and he started so slow. He had two homers in April. I think he hit two in May. To expect him to hit, he's been their best player in the second half. Yep, he's great down the stretch and kind of carried them. So I'm interested in Philly. Listen, I think a lot of guys underperformed for Joe. Yep, 
I think there's probably a lot of guys in that locker room that would tell you, Hey, maybe the way Joe goes about it kind of, maybe we did need a different voice, but at the same time, a lot of guys caught fire in the second half, the JT real mutos of the world. Um, Aaron Nola has pitched like, like a frontline guy again in the second half. So there's been a lot, and some of the younger guys have come over and kind of established themselves in that at the bottom half of that lineup. So that was almost more perfect storm. I kind of, I, I wish I was in that clubhouse to, to kind of put my temperature on what makes Rob Thompson so good and why it didn't work with Joe. Well, he's a but, good, you know what? I, we know him pretty well. He's a good guy. And, you know, he waited a long time for his chance too, you know? And they took fire with him. I mean, they've had like the third or fourth best record in the league since he took over. That's it. They're, they're gonna dangerous. Be, that's going to be a, that's tough a dangerous series. series. That's a, that's a hard series. For, that's not a cakewalk for the Cardinals. That series. I, I, to be honest with you, I would almost lean Philly in that series just because of the the starting rotation. Wheeler can pitch to a one. Noble can pitch to a one. Wainwright's kind of had a, a couple clunkers down the stretch and talking about dead arm. Then you got Quintana going in game three. I, 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 I think, you know, it's never easy to go in the bush with those fans and that lineup, and they'll find a way to, to not beat themselves. You're going to have to beat them. They're not going to give it to you. But I think Philly gets on that plane to St. Louis uber confident they can win that. We're talking, of course, with Mark DeRosa, uh, who you see on MLB Network, uh, and who we'll get to when we finish going through the playoffs, and we'll talk a little bit, because I always tease him about being a manager, but he's going to be managing the World Baseball Classic in March this year for Team USA, so that's one more step closer, so we'll kid him about that when we finish. Let's get the Mariners and Blue Jays. Obviously, no one cares about this series, but let's be honest. Uh, The Blue Jays, big things were expected all year with the lineup. I saw the Mariners. I went to a game. Uh, my son one night wanted to go. He said, Dad, let's go see the Yankees tonight. Okay, went to see the Mariners. Wound up seeing the Mariners that night. Not that I had any interest in seeing them, but you know what? They weren't bad. You know, they played really well. Uh, They played well against the Yankees. They have some players. They really do. They're not a terrible team. No, Julio Rodriguez is is the best young star in the game right now. He goes in swinging the bat hot. Jerry DePoto won the trading deadline with Louis Castillo, who everyone thought was going to the Yanks. Yep. He ends up going to Seattle and kind of fortifying that rotation. They have a lot of no-name bullpen guys that throw the heck out of the ball. Going to be interesting to have to go into Toronto. I played there my last year in 2013. You give those fans something something to uh, pack the Rogers Center about, that place can get Yep, and Super that's a loud, tough lineup, tough too. To that's a tough lineup. Yeah, good lineup. Right-handed dominant, so they can be pitched to. But I would I would lean advantage Toronto in that series. Um, Alec Manoa is just a horse at the front part of that rotation. Kevin Gosman gives you a chance every time he steps on the mound. And you would have to think that lineup is... is Loaded for bear with Vladdy and Bichette and all those guys. All right, let's get to the one that everyone obviously wants to pay attention to, and that's the Padres and the Mets. The Mets were in first place for 175 days. They only needed one win to go down to land and get one win. They had their pitching set up, as we know, and the Braves kicked their rear ends. I mean, every which way. Their bullpen was flawless. Their power was impressive. Their lineup was impressive. They... The three Mets starters, including two uh, guys who were top of the sport, 
gave a, had an ERA of uh, you know six point nine one for the three games. You know they homered in the death. Um, the games weren't even as close as the scores indicated. The Mets won a couple of games, so they at least got the you know that out of their out of their system. Uh, they didn't you know come home and lose. They won a couple of games. Now they're eliminated. The question that I got to ask first is this one: Do you? Run, because the Mets are thinking more than this, and I understand you can't toy with a, with a series like this, and you shouldn't, but do you, thinking a little bit about the Dodgers, do you pitch the big guys one and three, hoping you don't have to pitch him in the third game, or do you bang them one, two? I... I got to get to the next series. I so know you Schmolte, bang them one, even if you to, win game one, you bang them game two. I do. I do. Because I'm going to be honest with you. I feel like the Dodgers are, have some flaws. I think the rotation has some flaws. I think the bullpen has some flaws. I think obviously their lineup over a course of 162, they just browbeat you. I they get kill it. Bad they, got line they, they kill bad pitching. But I, I just feel like this is a trap series for the Mets with the Padres. No question. They've never been Padres a, they've are, never they have been nothing able, to play. You know, the Padres can come in here without any pressure on them. Absolutely. And they come in playing hot. You Darvish has owned the Mets. He has pitched phenomenal against them. Blake Snell is as hot a pitcher as there is in the game And right he's now. a great pitcher. Manny is fighting for an MVP. We haven't even seen Juan Soto get hot, so he's going to be back in a familiar ballpark facing guys that he faced in a division he played in for, for his entire career. I just think you go get him, and if, if the dust settles and you got Bassett on the mound in game one in L.A. against Julio Arias, so be it. So you bet. That, so I, even that, if you win game I one, go. you come back with the other race in game two. Put them away. Okay. Put them. Put them away. Now let's look and, at the series. The Mets. Yeah. Right now, Degrom hasn't been good his last three starts. Scherzer's clearly got something still a little wrong with him, but he's going to game it. All right. The Mets, if they can, they have a guy who, who I have to admit, his first year was a disaster, but right now yeah. he's the best reliever in baseball. Yeah. Hands down. I mean, he's overwhelming uh so they have that they don't have Marte which is a huge loss for them it has hurt them they can be pitched to they have not played well in September they have not hit well in September um you wonder about their lineup right now this series could this could be dangerous for the Mets I agree with you but Let's be honest. The Mets should win the series. I mean, they're coming Mets at them with the, the, they brought these pitchers in here. They brought Scherzer in here to win this. They have Degrom. They have Diaz. You know, they 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 won a hundred games this year. They should be able to win the series. Yeah, and and, and you're a hundred percent right. Advantage Mets. I think this is a big series for Buck. I got, hey, you oh, got, Buck you needs get to on. win this series. I agree. You need I, to win this series. Yes. He needs to win this series. Listen, to go down to Atlanta, I don't think anybody would have put them on getting swept right there. For Atlanta to steal that division has thrown the Mets. I mean, this is this is team meeting time. This is like I agree. Let's re- be honest. The Mets 
came back dragging to New York. They oh, got yeah. their rear ends kicked. They got knocked down with a left hook in the 15th round. They were in first place for 175 games. They needed one win. One win. Think of to, what they to, gave up, Mike. They would have potentially been taken on if Philly gets by St. Louis. They've dominated Philly all year. Yep, they had they had a completely different run to the World Series. Instead of being in the left lane on the expressway, they are on the service road with a flat oh, tire and potholes. That's what they have now. Now, it doesn't mean Philly they can't do to... it, but now they have created an incredibly hard road for themselves to get to a World Series. No doubt. And their lineup doesn't hit a ton of home runs, right? Outside no, of, uh, no, outside of no, the line, they have though. not. Now, early in the year, they were great. They had high on base guys, and they manufactured runs, okay? They have two guys in the middle of the order who have to hit. Alonzo has to hit. If he doesn't hit, the Mets will lose. I can tell you yep. right now, he has to hit. Otherwise, they will not win. And it's that's funny. what they've they been, but they have the not Braves. been good in September. They've been a, they were five, they were fifteen and thirteen going in. You know they they were about a five hundred team in, in in the month of September. They out hit the Braves in that series, that three game series, twenty seven to twenty three. The only problem is is that half the balls the Braves hit left the yard. Yeah, the bets the Braves hit home runs, which is what they do. The Mets are not a home run hitting team, and Marte is a huge loss for them. But I have to trust. I'm sorry. I was a part of the Atlanta Braves in 2001 when Arizona came into Turner Field and they threw Unit and Kurt Schilling. And we were like, oh, my. Like, <laughs> and they rode that, those two horses all the way to a World Series title. Yep. That It has to be the same. Well, let it me ask you this. Number one, how concerned are you about the Grom from what you've seen the last three starts? The only thing that kind of shook me a little bit, Degrom's last start, he has been so unhittable his entire, the entire season, the last three seasons it feels like, just dominating on one side of the plate. And what I saw against the Braves is him trying kind of change his mo a little bit. He was throwing a lot of pitches inside, and he was landing some of them, no doubt. But the pitch to Swanson, he tried to go in, it left it out over the heart of the plate, and it, you know Dansby takes him deep. He hangs a slider over the middle of the plate to Austin Riley, dead center. He goes 3-1, just middle shot heater to Matt Olson, and it gets crushed. So, I, you know, I just think DeGrom's got to be who he is. Get on that outer third of the dish, run that 99 to 100, dot it down in a way, elevate it occasionally with the wipeout slider, and he should be fine. Let's be honest. The best teams in baseball all year have been the Astros and the Dodgers. The Yankees were great early. They struggled for 50 games. They played like a bad team for 50 games. They righted the ship a little bit late, but they don't have a closer. The Braves have some issues. The, I mean, the Dodgers have some issues. The Braves have played like the best team in baseball since June, and they are a wonderful team in every way, young, they have starters. They have bullpen. They are well-managed. They have a great lineup. They are a very dangerous team. Yeah. Um, the Mets were in that group of teams. Yes, they were. They now are playing in this round. The other teams aren't. Um, first, this question. Psychologically, do you feel that hangover is something that the Mets have to deal with or they're dead in the San Diego series? 
that's why I feel like this is an opportunity for Buck to like just really. What would you do? And this is this is a team meeting time for me. This is. Uh, you think they had it already, I, or they have to? I have believe it? in my heart, I, and I mean this. This is coming from me. If I was Buck, I believe in my heart that we have the roster in here to win the whole thing. We have the games, two of the game's greatest pitchers. We have a lineup that can cause a lot of problems. We have great team chemistry. We have the best closer in the sport. Did we let, let it slip away? Yeah. Did we make the road tougher? 100%. But everybody, it is what it is. Let's find a way to forget about what's happened. We want, we're a hundred win ball club. Let's go out and execute the way we know we're capable. Well, that's exactly what Buck said. You know, Sunday night, Buck said, hey, I have a long memory. This was three games. We've had a wonderful season. We have a wonderful club. We will make teams pay for what happened here. I believe in my club. Don't try to get me to be negative on my team. It's not happening. You want to be negative on them, go ahead. Can't allow it. I... Man, is there anybody you'd want to go game one with than Jacob DeGrom? I mean, seriously, in the entire sport. No, but I got to tell you, I'm a little worried the last – because what I saw in uh, with Oakland and what I saw the last game, uh, I, I'm a little worried because he was lights out, and the last couple of games it looked like he couldn't control the slider. Yeah. I, I said this on the air today. If I'm worried about Jacob DeGrom, then we, we're, in a, we're in a world of pain. And I think Scherz is not 100%. I don't I'm, think he'll I'm say gonna, anything. He'll take the ball. Yeah, he's not but I don't think he's 100%. Anything. Yeah, I don't think he's going to. I agree with you. Saturday night in Atlanta, he had no finish on his pitches and still was able to gut out five well, innings. Well, he's, he's a gamer. You know he's going to tough it out. You know he's going to, okay? I don't think there's any question. But they need these two guys to be good, and maybe they're going to be good. But San Diego, if you want to talk about coming into a series and just have no pressure on you, San Diego's in the perfect slot. I, I completely agree with you. And playing as good a baseball, I know they've dropped a few down the stretch here, but I always go based on Darvish, Snell, Hater has recaptured it. He looked terrible when he first came over in the trade. He has seemed to right the ship and has been pretty dominant the last seven times out. Their lineup is scary. This is this is going to be a tough series. This is there's no doubt about it. But so you like Padres or, or Mets? I like the Mets. Okay, I agree. I like now, the Mets. I really big do. four. Talk about Mark DeRosa. Big four. Houston. Let's call the Yankees to last. Dodgers, Braves, and then the rest of the National League. The champion comes from where? Does it come from the big two, or does it? Are the Mets still alive? Uh, let's start. Give me a thumbnail on the. Do- what do you think about the Dodgers? You worried about them? I can't say I'm worried about them, but if I'm, I'm a. Te- I feel like they're a beatable team. I don't. I. I. I think Julio Arias is one of the more underappreciated pitchers, but I also feel like he's a beat. He's beatable in in, in October. Same with Kershaw. I don't know necessarily who's going to get the ball at the back end of that bullpen. No, Where they, are they, they going have a question mark, three? just like the Yankees do, and that Absolutely could really hold them do. up. There's no question. But the team has been a machine all year. But I think over the course of 162, you can be a machine just on sheer depth. Talent okay, so you depth think the Dodgers depth. are not automatic here? I think they are not automatic here. Do you like the Braves more than the Dodgers? 
At the beginning of the season, I would have told you no, but right now, the way it's playing out, the Atlanta looks like the cream of the National League. I have a hard time fighting that. Um, I think it's between. I think the Mets lost their chance to get to the World Series. I think it's just too hard a road. Um, I and I think if they had Marte, I'd be a little more confident. I think he really is a big miss for them in in the lineup, and I don't think he's he couldn't hold a bat the other day. So I don't know when he's coming back. Yeah. The Braves have been playing Let's, brilliantly. The Braves have been on a 114-game pace since June 1st. I mean, I they, have, they put the pressure on the Mets every stretch of the way, and that lineup is unbelievable. I, I hate to say this because when you go into the postseason, it does take, you know, the entire roster. Yep. Somebody's got to step up offensively. But the Mets are going to go as far as DeGrom and Scherzer take them. Agreed. And and that's just that. Sorry, Jacob. Sorry, Max. But it's why you were brought in here. It's he making forty three and a half million. Jacob can pretty much he's got a blank check. It's it's kind of on those two guys' backs to get. It I done. totally agree, and that's why they needed to give them a little chance. A win put them in. If a win in Atlanta put them in a very different position in the playoffs than oh, they yeah. are now. They have to. Oh, they're, they're, they have to yeah, win a lot just to get back NFC. to the yeah, same spot. They, Absolutely. You know, you could have you could have bought thought that they basically had a free ride to the to the league championship series. Now they have a no lot doubt. of work to do to get to the league championship series. Now they're going to have to take down San Diego, take down the Dodgers, yes. and potentially stare down the Braves. That's I, a lot. I just don't see that. That's happening. a lot. I agree. That's that is a lot. So, is it Braves or Dodgers for you in the National League? You know, I picked Toronto Dodgers at the start of the year. Right. And I don't want to deviate off it, but uh, I mean, Atlanta looks like they're going back. All right. Yankees and Houston. Now, the Yankees. It's an amazing one series. Boom. Yankees had a strangest year I can ever remember. You know, they had a ton of injuries, but so did a lot of other people. But they played 50 games that was all world. They played 50 games that was Stump Merrill. Okay. Uh, so, um, they were a strange team. Here's the thing I don't like. They don't have a closer. That is a yeah. huge issue. I'm telling you right now, I don't know who closes the game for them. I'm sure if I had a – I think it's probably going to be Holmes. But let's be honest. He hasn't been good. He, he, lost, he lost complete control of that sinking fastball. He, he, lost, his, he lost everything. Um, yep. He hasn't been the same pitcher. The loss of King was dramatic for them. Chapman dramatic. is not. I wouldn't trust Chapman as far as I could throw him. Okay, they it's don't, don't have, have made the anyone you if... can count on in that role. They have good arms. They have live arms. They have a lot of kids with live arms, but none of them are proven to be a closer. That's a huge problem. I think in the American League, I think Houston is better than everybody else. To be honest with you. I, I just think they've been better all year. I think they're better. I would 100% agree with you. I felt like the Yankee season, right? I felt like their starting rotation was so dominant. They were on like a historic pace in May. Everybody had a sub two ERA up and down. Nestor Cortez was the best pitcher in the game. Jamison Tyon got off to a great start. Everything was rolling. Clay Holmes was throwing bowling ball sink. And it, it, it just couldn't withstand. Eventually, the lineup was going to have to, outside a judge, be productive. And it just seems like, you know, Anthony Rizzo goes down. Stanton's been in and out of the lineup. 
DJ not being healthy with the foot has kind of cost them. Their Boone has been forced to run these lineups out. Oh, I, I mean, he's playing, he playing five or third. six guys that shouldn't even be in the lineup. So it's hard. It's hard when 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 you're running a lineup out where Judge is forced to lead off just to get a one pitch to see or to get him as many at bats as you can possibly get him yep. because the rest of the lineup is just is kind of you know the key to, for them is really identity. Torres he has to hit if he hits they can win but that's what they need but I don't think they have the closer and let me be honest I don't trust Cole I never have that's where I want to go Mike. he doesn't he, he can't you know how many games he blows with a three-run lead in the sixth inning and gives up a big homer I mean forget it I don't trust him the in a big game he has not been a good big game pitcher he might strike out everybody in the ballpark but then he'll give up a three-run homer in the sixth I don't trust him you know, and they don't have a closer I think that's a hard way to get to the World Series but I also feel like whoever comes out of that that raise guardians It'd be hard-pressed for me to believe that the Yankees don't find themselves in the ALCS. No, listen, I think we're headed towards the Yankees and the Astros. I think we'll get to the Yankees and the Astros, but I think the Astros who own the Yankees are going to beat them again. I think the Astros are so deep. Starting rotation-wise, you could pick whatever four you want to go with. And then you can move the other two guys yep. to the bullpen. Line up, bullpen. I'm telling you, they, they all loaded that games. team. And they were good all year. And they, and they, and they know how to play the Yankees. They, they don't blink. I, mean, uh, are, I like are we Houston. looking at a rematch? I bet, listen, that series will be unbelievable. I, I hope we get it. I really do. I think we have a good chance to get it. I think it'll be a classic. There's nothing but pure hatred there between those teams. <laughs> Go right down the line from the accusations to the, everything else. Uh, forget it. Right down the line, that would be a classic series. For the Mets, I just think they created too long a road for themselves. Uh, you know, if they had won one game, you could have placed them in the in the championship series. Now to get there, they yep. got to beat a, a, a San Diego team that's dangerous, and then they got to beat the Dodgers. I completely agree. I completely agree with you. And everyone sits there and tries to fit. Well, the five days off, you can gain a little rust. If you heard Brian Snicker last night, talk about how much those five days are going to mean for him to get his team rested ah. and his bullpen rested. Are you kidding? I, I and mean, get your pitching I'm set so up. I'm tired of people saying. And, and get your pitching set up versus what hot. you might wind up doing in these three games. Exactly. I mean, forget it. Exactly. I did. Listen, yeah, I, it just that was a crushing weekend for the Mets. Absolutely crushing. And that's why, as you said, this is a very big series. And you know what? I hate to put the pressure on him, but a very big series for Buck. It really is. Buck's had a great year. A great year. He's, gonna but, get, he's probably going to get National League Manager of the Year. But he needs, with the postseason gremlins or clouds or whatever you want to say, he needs to get through this first round. I completely agree with you. The team is too talented. It has been too great a story the entire season. And did it predominantly without DeGrom. For them yeah, to, and listen, to, they, to, they overcame a lot. And they had Scherzer on the shelf a long time, too. They did a great yeah, job. They, did. they really and, and give Alonzo and Lindor credit. They played every day. They both knocked in. You know, Alonzo knocked in 131 runs. Uh, Lindor knocked in over 100 runs, playing shortstop, hit 26 or 27 home, 26 home runs, even last night. Um, they really carried the team. Um, they 
played well a lot of the year. They did not play well in September at all, at all. And they've got to get the ball to Diaz. That's their big strength. They're good in close games. They need to get Diaz in. But I'll tell you right now, even, even more than Judge, even more than Judge, Alonzo has to hit I'm with for you. the Mets to win. I'm with you. If Alonzo yeah. doesn't hit, I'm telling you, the Mets will not win anything. Take a lot of pressure off everybody if he gets into one. He has really to get, and, and he's been really good all year. And he's he's gotten a lot of big hits. He's gotten a lot of RBIs. He's done a he's done a really good job. He's had a wonderful season. He really has. I agree yeah. with you about the Braves. I'm still thinking that the Dodgers like are the, the class. But I'll tell you something. I can't tell you how impressed I am with that. Watching those three games this weekend, all I said was, "Man, this Brave team doesn't have a weakness." <laughs> No, they brought over that Rossell Iglesias guy because there was talk about, you know, Kenley. Kenley's caught fire lately. Um, the Rossell Iglesias to kind of solidify that eighth inning and use him. Uh, he's given up one run since he's yep, come over. And, in their that deep, and their lineup, he's how deep is the lineup? They, and, and they're two young guys, Strider. They put took him out of the bullpen and, yep. and infused him into the rotation. Michael Harris the second comes How up good and, he and allows everyone to relax, play yep. center field. Like uh, it, it, it Swanson, really is Riley. A, a look what Riley's become. Their, Swanson, Olson. I mean, Olson was cold for a while. Then he got caught fire the last ten days. I mean, yep. they they are loaded. Absolutely loaded. Absolutely. Same as I right. Houston is too. Who wins it all? I think I think Houston's really good. I, I, I can't disagree with anything you say. I think Houston's really good. I just, I, I, just, I, I find myself leaning like we're going back to Minute Maid again and going to watch, hopefully, Dusty Baker give him, get himself a World Series. All right, managing Team USA in March. You've had managerial aspirations. I always tease you about it. You'd be a great manager. You get along with players. You understand the game. You're the kind of guy I think that would just flourish – I always knew Cora was going to be a manager. I always said it to him. I knew he was going to be a manager. He's a wonderful manager. I always said the same thing about you. You'd be a wonderful manager. Uh, now you're dipping your toe in. Are you, have you put your plan together and have you refined it and everything? Are you ready to interview? <laughs> I got my binder ready. You do you know, good. You got to have your binder. You got to go they- through that interview. You got a great personality. You're a very likable guy. You know, you've been around baseball your whole life. You, you're a perfect guy to manage. And you're managing Team USA in March. Uh, I'm totally humbled by it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say this real quick. When they called to come in and interview for it, uh, for Team USA, I thought back to the previous interviews, the Marlins, the Mets, and I, I thought back to what Boone, A.J. Hinch, Alex Cora, some of the kind of my guys that I played against had said to me, they're like, Dero, if you want it, you got to go get it. They're not just going to hand it to you. So when you go into these interviews, you have to tell them before we even get rolling, like, I want this. I was, that's why I was put on this earth. Give me this opportunity. So I attacked, I attacked this Team USA interview a little bit differently. That's good because you know what? Really that's how Boone got the job, you know. He got it in the interview room. Yeah, I think they all kid me. 
uh, Booney and, and all the guys text me after I got the job. They said, hey, congratulations. Just know if you ever decide to manage, you'll never have a roster that looks like this. <laughs> you're going <have> <laughs> to have to really grind. But it has been so humbling. Um, we're trying to figure out the position player-wise is just over the moon. I mean, I, I've talked to Mike Trout about – he's the kind of the, the – the, the captain, the bell of the ball. Like I think a lot of these guys are saying yes to be a part of a locker room and get a chance to play with him. And then talking to him, he reached out to Harper. He wanted Bryce because they've kind of been connected through the draft and their careers have kind of paralleled each other. So once Harper was in and Mookie wanted to play, Arenado and Goldschmidt wanted to play. So yeah, I'm 90% couldn't be more fired up 10% a little nervy about going into it because I mean, hey, it's I'm a sure great we'll opportunity, and I, I know, think I it will launch a managerial that career that I've been waiting for for years. So I think, yeah, and I agree with that. Go, you got to go in there. I hear that more than anything else. Like I'll say to somebody, either a team executive or an owner, I'll say, "Hey, what happened with this guy?" And they'll say to me, "Man, did they just not do the job in the interview?" I mean, yeah. I've heard that so many times. I, why didn't this guy get a job? He just, he just never knocks the interview out of, uh, out of the park. I mean, there are guys that have been like that in every sport. You have to – those owners want to be wowed when they go in there. When they go in that meeting, they want to be wowed, and that's where you got to win it is right there. You know, because there's, there's yeah, not much I, separating also, guys, you know. I think it's time uh, to play anywhere. Mike, so they want, you know? they want, I just they dropped my daughter off at college. She's and, a freshman and, at college. And you know what? So she's out of the house. My That's son is, is 13 years old and totally enthralled with the game. So I also feel like that played a big part in me being in a position personally where I could throw myself into this. Good. 100. I think it's great. I think it's great. It'd be great for you, and I think it'll lead to uh, – what it should lead to, and that is you being a, a, a major league manager. But right now you can get Mark DeRosa uh, on the MLB Network's morning program, MLB Central, which airs at 9 a.m. We get ready for the postseason, which is going to be great. I tell you, you're going to get wall-to-wall baseball here. It's going to be wild. Look at Friday as an example. I mean, look how good, how good is Friday? I mean, what if you like baseball – Friday's just a day you don't even want to go anywhere. I mean, you got the Rays in Cleveland at, at 12. You got the Phillies and Cardinals at 2. You got the Mariners and Blue Jays at 4. Then you got the Padres and the Mets at 8. How good is that? Let's go. Take the day. That's it. I mean, that's as good as Take it gets the right there. And then you got them repeating, bring them back, bring them back right away. These series, you know, you can't mess around. You can't mess around in these series. Your season goes right by the boards. You got to be ready for inning one, you know? Yeah, I love the fact that it's not one and done. I like the three-game series. I, I, I think it, it, it's a better kind of barometer of, of where you're at. Gives I think you one game to, is tough. When, you to know, I agree. Yourself, I think so. one game in any sport, you know, you can't do anything different in football. But in any sport, one game is just very, very – anybody can have a bad inning, a bad game. Exactly. You know, or, or something like that. So at least you got a chance to rebound. But, you know, it's going it's to be fascinating. It really is. Uh, and there's a lot of good teams. I mean, let's be honest. There, You know, there's, there's a lot of teams that played a lot of good baseball this year. I agree with you. The National League is going to be an absolute bear. I yeah, fully expect the Yanks and Astros to be in the ALCS. I think I, I think do. they're the best too. But I'll tell you something: 
be careful with this Yankee team because I'm I'm really worried about the bullpen. I I agree with you. I agree with you, but I also think to walk into Yankee Stadium in October is never probably easy. one of the hardest things to do in all of sports. Yeah, never easy. So, but you know the Yanks. It's been a long time between Severino drinks. Severino looked you know? great. You know, think about the Last Yankees. They've won one World Series since two thousand. Since two thousand uh, on the nose, they've won one World Series. Well, I, I mean, you look at look at who they're potentially going to have to take on. You that the Astros have no problem walking in the Yankees. No, stadium. they play. They listen. They, they 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 have an advantage to the Yankees. They've they've beaten the Yankees enough where they know they can beat the Yankees. I don't think there's any question about that. I mean, they, they, they don't fear the Yankees even a little. For Aaron Judge, yeah, they don't fear the Yankees even a little bit. I'm telling you right now. How about yeah. Judge Gia? I should mention that we should mention that. I mean, it's been an amazing season, hasn't it? It really has. We got a chance to see Miggy get 3,000, Pujols get 700, Otani come back and do, I mean, he was one of the best pitchers in the entire game, throw in 30-plus bombs, and then for Judge last night to step up and, and, and break Roger Maris's record. It really has been a great year. All right, thanks. Good luck to you. All right, Mike. Great talking Thank to you. Thank you. You can see Mark DeRosa, as I said, MLB Network's uh, MLB Central, 9 a.m., so check it out. And remember, uh, podcasts, wherever you want to go, Bet Rivers Network or wherever podcasts are distributed, that's where you can get the Mike Francesa podcast. Send us your, your emails at mikefrancesapodcast at gmail.com. And remember, look for the Football Friday, which will come your way right around the corner. So busy week right now, busy time. Nothing better than October when you have all the football and plenty of baseball to keep you occupied. Great time of year. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the Mike Francesa podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. Hey, it's Mike Miss here. What a time to be a Philly sports fan, and you can share the excitement with me each week on the Mike Missinelli Podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. Listen and subscribe to the Mike Missinelli Podcast today, wherever you get your podcasts.